0: Brad and Court Talk affects the
1: Mayans. Welcome to the Clubhouse Process. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Phantom podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad.
0: And I'm Court. Welcome back,
1: watchers. Man, that was an interesting episode.
0: That was a pretty cool, interesting episode. We got a lot of good information and backstory on some of our favorite characters.
1: I liked it. Uh, it took a little bit for it to kick in for me. Um, oh, that that's la-
0: what happens when we get those ninety-minute episodes.
1: Uh, the last forty minutes was wh- uh, well, the last forty-five minutes or so was kind of where what got me on the episode. I thought that was the best part. And literally, hour and a half episodes. Seriously, dude. Seriously. I- it's a thing, and I know there are people out there who are like, oh, my God, I love it. It's so great. I love the extra episodes, but I think it ruins a lot of the, uh, you know, the coolness of going, oh, awesome, we got an extra uh, longer episode. Something cool is going to happen when this was just a longer episode because they're all longer episodes.
0: So has it been like that for the entire season so far? Because if, we- it's, if it's so, like we're just going to go that the, he has many movies. Like miniature miniseries movies. I
1: think this is the longest one of them yet. They have all been over the allotted standard time. Some a little bit less than others. Okay. But we are literally in Sons of Anarchy, final season... (laughs) mode at the time
0: we're not gonna say that because like this stuff actually makes sense and i'm happy with it and not completely depressed
1: but i'm talking to playtime how you know like the first like five seasons of sons of anarchy we only got like one extended one and then all of a sudden things started becoming every episode was an extended episode yeah that's all and that's just that's just me griping because i gotta work (laughs) i don't want (laughs) to stay up all night and watch it and i don't last night like Forty-five minutes in, I was like, "I'm done. I'm out. I'm going to catch this tomorrow." So, and I kind of wonder nowadays with DVRs and everything, that really doesn't hurt the ratings as it used to. Nope. When as people long used as you to
0: still watch it within so many days,
1: right? Now, used to when people tuned out, that was a big ratings issue, and they're like, "That's you know why everything was cut." Right. But I was kind of bummed that this episode was an hour and a half long. Because I've been really interested in Mr. In-Between, and now that it was on after this, I just feel that show isn't going to make it.
0: No, it, it, could, it could still make it.
1: It's shoved so far back at a time. Seriously. That's like 11.30 it was coming Did on. Did it start
0: already? Me. Or was last, last night the premiere? Last
1: night was the premiere episode. and Okay, it was, well, it maybe showed, they'll
0: move it to a different night.
1: Well, you show the premiere episode at 11.30 Eastern, you know? Ten thirty. They're, they're
0: looking for that people with that niche. Like we know people that stay up all night, like they're looking for people who stay up all night. I know, and watch but you TV need rating to the ratings of the people. Or they're they're thinking this is going to be one of our DVR shows, or that it's going to be big on <laughs> streaming, so it's fine.
1: It was damn sure one of my DVR shows. Was like, eh, no, nah, I ain't watching. it. Well, watch it later. <laughs> <laughs> and then it falls into the whole thing: Do I actually watch it, or do I let them build up and watch it at the end of the thing? So that's what that's happens. That's the with other my
0: thing. DVR stuff. We've been spoiled by Netflix. We love the binging. Yes. Uh, either not the binging. It's
1: not the the, binging. It's not necessarily the binging. It's just not being able to watch it when i want to watch it you know thing anyhow let's move on from that and into (laughs) uh mayans mc just want to remind everybody check us out over here there's a lot of great writers over there if there's a show or movie that you love or actually true crime because there's a true crime podcast that we do over there now that well that i do um someone over there is writing something amazing about it and court how can the good people reach us
0: Well, you can find me on Twitter at Jindev. He's Brad ZB. Also, be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well. Just keep up to date on the latest articles as they're being posted. With all the new shows that are back, a lot of people are covering a lot of cool things. So just keep an eye out. Um, I know I might be doing a podcast um, every now and again, special episodes um, with Maddie on manifest so keep an eye out for that and brad and i we have van helsing that comes back next week so uh, and we actually have a couple of different facebook groups that covers some of these shows that we're covering um of course for the mayans we have watchers of anarchy uh and also for van helsing we have our van helsing group and just about everything else kind of falls in with our brad and court talk pure fan of podcast group mm-hmm. so just try us there and you know take a dip see what you like yeah definitely start talking like trust me someone will be there to chat with you.
1: Yes, definitely do that. I like manifest it was interesting. I watched it this week. It was kind of I I did call it one part totally right at the beginning almost, but I liked it. It was good. We'll have to chat oh, about that definitely. later.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll chat for sure.
1: We'll we'll just talk. We're not going to podcast. We'll talk. Yeah,
0: we we talk about all things. So what was (laughs) like? We'd be here for like eight hours, guys.
1: We could too. We've done marathon podcasts before. We haven't done one in a long time. We should. uh, Our episode two hundred. When we do one, will be a marathon. Just because. Okay. Okay. So say we all. So say we all. So what was this episode about?
0: Okay, so this episode was Mercialago Zats, or Bats and Bat Gods. That was the title of the episode. Um, a New Threat in Santo Padre presents the minds with new obstacles and opportunities. It was written by Andrea Siena Neve.
1: All right. So, I. what do you think?
0: I, I really I enjoyed this episode a lot. Uh, like I said, we we got a lot more information on some of our behind-the-scenes characters. And, like, things seem to be moving along with the whole kidnapping story. Um, Granted, he's still kidnapped, but the Galindo family, they're getting closer to finding them. Like, their they're, they're little, um, little, what do they call it? Little doves? Like, from...
1: Little... What was that from? Little doves? Oh, that's. Oh, uh, God. Game my, of Thrones. my little birds. Yeah. Little
0: birds. Yeah. <laughs> <Little birds. laughs> they have their own little birds out doing things. Like everybody else has reported back and stuff for this one little boy. And we see him at the beginning of the episode playing hide and seek in the command center. Brad, what are you going to do if you have an operation going on and you see some kid just wandering around in the command center? And like she looked right at the, the phone thing.
1: I'm, I'm going to think nothing of it and just let him go out about his business because his family was just burnt by the Glindos. Of course he wants to snoop around at everything.
0: But like look at the life she's in and like what's at stake. Like no suspicion at all. I know. But again she she looked at the 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 what was it called? What was that? Was it a, a phone? Yeah it was a phone. Okay. So she she looked at it like okay like was he trying to use that what's going on oh like, well. she had she had some inkling in mind but she didn't go along with it yeah and of he, course later that, that's going to come back to bite her i think
1: he's a kid he was playing a game that's all that really happens you know
0: okay so that's just one one thing that's kind of buried in there um and so i, I like that i i love that we got to find out more about felipe right. um so we we of course, knew there was something else going on with him, but I had no idea that this what was going on. It's not that he was in an MC or in a gang like he's a, he was a soldier way back in the day, maybe for um, an army or militia in El Salvador. I'm not really sure because we don't know anything yet. But whatever it was, he did something pretty heinous. We saw a machete and some heads. Well, yeah, that's and, um, uh, I don't want to keep the
1: pictures of me with severed heads around. I'm, I'm not thinking it. that's a good but thing. Why do
0: you burn that stuff, man?
1: And who was the other person in the picture? Was that um, the FBI kid, uh, the cousin? Was that his father that he said, Ooh, yeah, I didn't know him Jimenez. that well?
0: I'm not sure. Because, no, he showed up from out of nowhere. So I'm pretty sure that, like, he doesn't have any relatives in that family. True. Whoever the cousin is, I'm pretty sure it's related on the mother's side. Okay, all right. him Jimenez said, yeah, um, like, y- your name didn't exist. This person you are now didn't exist until, like, whatever year it was.
1: Gotcha. It was 1985 when Felipe Reyes became into existence. So the other person in the picture that we're probably going to find out who it is at some point in time. Definitely. But I'm just like, dude, really don't hide some of that stuff, which explains a lot when he was able to, you know, notice that he was being surveyed by them mm-hmm. and busted them and everything else that he's got going on and why he has he's a badass you know, yeah basically it's he's a badass and he did something he was on like a a desk squad or something like that
0: exactly he
1: was definitely doing something and whatever he did he had to get out of the country and which leads me to wonder what was happening in Mexico was there a big uh, uprising or something in 1985 well i didn't think about this yeah no
0: because if you remember like fear the walking dead or like if you remember just from history itself like there were all kinds of revolutions and things happening in south america where people were fleeing like the different gangs that were taking over there were people going missing like i'm thinking he was on the bad side of something and he was doing some things he wasn't supposed to just again from the machete in the heads and that like when things got super bad he took off. He started all over again. And if they go digging like him and threatened him that they would do, mm-hmm. like, it's just going to be bad for his entire, well, it's going to be bad for him. Right. So why did
1: the guy, when he left, why did he puke?
0: I don't think he didn't want to do it. Like he didn't want to blackmail his uncle, like with that information.
1: Okay, cuz that's kind of what I was going with also. He just felt really horrible about doing that.
0: Yeah. Or yeah,
1: for sure. Also the fact that he found out this information that he didn't know before. Mhm. You know, it's that's a lot to drop on somebody. It's like, "Oh, crap."
0: Mm. Yeah, and and he has to suspect like, if he doesn't know exactly what his uncle was up to way back in the day, he has to suspect that his uncle was up to some pretty bad, not cool things.
1: Right, because butchers don't normally just bust ass like that. Right. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the beginning of this episode real quick. Yeah, I was we did jump ahead. It's fine. We, this is how we roll. Um, I kind of got a kick out of something I read online today, <laughs> mm-hmm. which was, uh, I'm going to kind of quote how this was said. I found it on Reddit, but it said basically, um, "Does Sutter have a nephew or something in visual effects? Because every episode has a crappy CGI animal in it, <laughs> and I'm sitting there watching the episode, just like, oh, look, CGI bats." <laughs> <laughs> and the cgi owl and is this what we're going to get every episode it's just one of those things i'm like
0: yeah well remember they're using um symbols from the mayan calendar i get
1: that i get that, and that so
0: i guess maybe they couldn't like with the, whatever their budget is they didn't want to go out and get the actual animal they
1: had a they had an actual um bat in one of the picture. Yeah, they had, yeah. A, but they had a bat in one of the pictures, and then they had to make the flying bats in the daytime, and bats don't usually go flying in the daytime. So it's a whole
0: exactly. So they had to make that work somehow.
1: And just drop it. I mean, that's all.
0: It was just it's okay.
1: I know, but it just you know how little things get to me. So.
0: Oh, I know it's that shit that Brad sees on his seventy-inch TV yes, screen. See, folks, correct. this is what happens
1: when you get big TVs. You see all the stuff.
0: Yeah, okay. and usually that's good.
1: So with this episode, what I really, really did enjoy was the fact that we got back to the MC and a little bit away from Glinda for a while. Uh-huh. Because we got the MC, you know, hanging out, drinking beer with the, with the limo and the brothel and the local police. Who was yes. that guy?
0: Oh, I'm I'm not sure of the actor's name. I've seen him in a couple of things. And I know you said the same thing.
1: I know him. It's one of those, I know you, I just don't know where I know you from. And I've I mean, seen what, the
0: guy I mean, was from, he in Sons of Anarchy? No, he wasn't. He wasn't DeMonica.
1: No. But he's fine. He's kind of one of those cops that he's like, I know all about the gang, the uh, club. Don't really have that much issue.
0: <laughs> yeah, but the mayor has the same thing. She knows what they're up to. And usually they let things roll.
1: Right. So there, there's a nice little balance there. Kind of. Basically, he's on her.
0: Exactly, <laughs> I'm down with that because he doesn't have a Gemma to corrupt him. So right hey. there,
1: you go. So yeah, it was just kind of nice to see the you know that happen with the club there. And yeah. we find out and, that um, some rednecks are hunting at night.
0: Uh huh. What are they hunting, Brad?
1: Uh, people.
0: Yes, they are uh, hunting people who are crossing the border and. The crazy thing is that um, I think Bishop says to the mayor, like, when this shit happens, you just – you got to just scoop it under the rug, but you find some drugs, and now you're calling us out. Right. Like, they're hypocritical.
1: Yeah, because they were carrying oxy. Right. And, you know, the Mayans are supposed to have that trade route sewn up, but it's not happening there. hmm It was really kind of cool, though. That, I mean, you know, Bishop shows up. The mayor, uh, you know, gets the evidence, shows him. <laughs> None of the cops say anything about it. They're like, cool, man, whatever. <laughs> and they just got things going on it's it's really kind of it's just an interesting factor of how that went through like it, they know the clubs there she's just asking questions and she and as, soon as Bishop says you know we find it we're going to take care of our way
0: right and they have an understanding yeah
1: and she's like that's okay any problem that's good so they head on over to the compound it has confederate flags over over the place- mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they are registered republicans i could be wrong on that
0: it's it's likely <laughs> <laughs> it's likely
1: and here's again where easy super memory shows us stuff yeah 5 years ago in the jail he in notices who's cow? yeah yeah notices the guy that uh was standing in the background
0: yeah, um, the guy who's in the camouflage, and he says that he's ex-military and that he's a pretty good guy. So easy knows everybody.
1: Oh, yeah, he does. He knows a lot of people. And the good thing is that he does have that memory, which is gonna, still going to come into play at some point in time. He's going to have to remember something. And I guess it's a photographic memory that he has done because that was mentioned by uh, his mm-hmm. cousin, the FBI guy.
0: Yeah, because if we remember way back in episode one, like, Easy's super smart. He was on his way to college if he was not there already. Like, mm-hmm. I think he got he got accepted to, um, like, an Ivy League or something. Right. I think, it's, was it Stanford?
1: Uh, I'm not really sure, but it was an Ivy League college, so he totally yeah. would have been a different person. Yeah. Well, the club goes back and decides to uh, start a fight there with the Redneck Compound people of course. And the shootout doesn't really go all that fast cuz there's only one guy. Well, the ring the doorbell part was kind of interesting. I get he had a, like a uh a vest on and got shot, right? Mhm. Yeah. That's what I thought. So they're t- chasing down what was the guy's name? Denny, I think it was. Dennis. Dennis or one or two? They knew each other. I mean, they, they so the Rednecks know who the MC is cuz apparently everybody yeah. knows everybody.
0: It's like a small area, small town.
1: Well, they're all doing business, so it's kind of, you know, don't mess with somebody else and all that stuff. Well, actually, that's before they had to fight. They did follow everybody, and that's how they found out where the uh, big military guy was, at the bar. Mm -hmm. And Coco was busy watching who left and who who came. Everybody's just like hanging out watching stuff. It's like, yeah, we're watching you, watching us, watching you, watching us. But when they go into the compound at night and decide to start the uh, fight with the sh- in the shootout and everything, Dennis is one of the guys who runs off. And Angel goes down to chase him along with um, Easy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And what's the other guy's name? To who I just totally cannot remember at the moment? Coco? Uh, Creeper? No. Well, you- Coco, was Coco with him? I didn't know if Coco was with him. Creeper's not there. Creeper's hanging out at the brothel because he's still recovering from his issues.
0: And Uh, being chased with a knife.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's that.
0: They're Uh, so mean to each other.
1: (laughs) I think it was Taz. I had to look and see what it was. It was probably Taz. Anyhow, they catch Dennis. Actually, they catch him because they shoot him, (laughs) which wasn't really that good for Dennis, uh, who immediately asked what they did at the house, if that was them, and they were like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Now, my favorite part there is after Angel decides to kill him, uh, because he's bleeding out anyhow, and they were just going to bury him and lie to Bishop about it, which is really going to get them in trouble one day.
0: It's not a good idea. No.
1: The phone, he has a phone, and they have to unlock the phone by cutting off, you know, Dennis's finger so they can use it, and Angel's suggestion is like, good thing it wasn't facial recognition because you would have <laughs> to cut off his face. I love the fact that we are a couple years down the road from where we were with Sons of Anarchy and no one is carrying around burner phones anymore.
0: Yeah. Everybody just uses their regular phone.
1: Yeah. No it's one's fine. There has been no snapping of a phone at all. <laughs> 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 Nothing everybody's Uh,
0: there will be no snapping of any thousand dollar phones
1: no they're just no there's just still still burning phones out there but no one's using them yet that's the part that kills me now this later on we'll just fast forward into this whole thing because they're digging a hole for (laughs) to put dennis in Uh uh-huh and as they're digging the hole the hole really gets bigger and turns into a tunnel
0: Yeah, they kind of fell through there, huh?
1: Now that they're digging that, what are they going to tell? Are they going to tell Bishop about that? Because Angel did lie and said Dennis got away.
0: Yeah, because then he'd have to explain how exactly they found that that tunnel. Like, I think they'll keep it to themselves initially. Right. So they can move whatever product that they want to in helping um, Adelita. Mm -hmm. But eventually, Bishop is going to have to learn everything. Like They have factions within this club, and it's really weird to me.
1: Yeah, it, yeah, it's kind of bizarre. Uh, speaking of the whole, where do they hide their shovels at? Are they just carrying those on their bikes somewhere that we're missing?
0: Yeah, like, don't they have, like, little um, pockets?
1: The little pocket shovels? No, they don't. But, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> just little no, things. No, like
0: saddlebags. Like, they don't have saddlebags on their bikes?
1: No, only one of the guys has the saddlebags, and that's the... Oh, so he carries en- all the shovels. Enforcer guy who I... Can't remember what his name is. He he has the uh uh not the ultra. He has the other bagger. But anyhow. Yeah, that was it. That was all.
0: Back yeah, he at, carries all the all the shovels. He could.
1: Them. Yeah, he could get <laughs> fold up shovels in <laughs> Or somebody sideways.
0: just went over to Walmart real quick.
1: Yeah. I don't think there's a Walmart there. There's, there's Walmarts everywhere. So back at the house, they had went in there. And this is actually one of the things that I liked about them taking the house
0: mm-hmm.
1: was that the Mayans are more organized as a tactical team than Sam Crow ever was.
0: Yeah. Because we know Jax was never actually in the military. Right. We knew Clay was in the military and is um, dad. Like, it was in the military. And I think that with the Mayans, most of these guys were in the military before. Oh, yeah, no yeah. Coco so, was a shooter, and, like, most of the other characters. Yeah, like,
1: most of them are ex-military, so they just go in full tactical. And I was like, I love this fact, because they're, they're planned out. They're clearing rooms and everything. Uh, Sam Crow would have just walked in there, everybody pointing guns everywhere. <laughs> and,
0: you know. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I remember and, that.
1: And it's the difference <laughs> of the fact that they go into the gunfight, right? And just observation, Sam Crow went into every gunfight pretty much at the beginning with pistols,
0: (laughs) just busted in the door, busted
1: in doors with pistols, going and looking and stuff. These guys are going in with like fully automatic rifles ready to take down anything. Mm-hmm. They are just so much more well-organized. It's just, I just.
0: <laughs> Alvarez learned from the Sam Cross taste. I guess so.
1: I just really love that whole fact. I was like, this is great. I like to see these guys are ex-military and they know what you're doing. And the ones that weren't, they're learning from the guys who know their shit. And like, right. we are not dying in this crap. We're taking everybody out. So we're going to do this the smart way and not the dumb way. That was it. I just really enjoyed that part.
0: Now, I appreciate it.
1: inside the house, they find out that everybody is dead in there. It's kind of like a hit, which mm-hmm. means they were clearing up some stuff because apparently the oxy that was coming in was coming in through the military guy mm-hmm. and he wasn't really happy about, you know, them killing every his drug meals. So interested to see how that's going to go. I like their little fight there at the club earlier. That was kind of a nice fight. But I this might be their new uh, connection.
0: That will work. They they were talking about earlier how they weren't sure what they were going to do now that Jimmy was dead. And Adelita, she needed the funds. And they have, what, six keys left? Uh,
1: something like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that could work out. And like I said, that the tunnel is probably going to come into play um, so that their mules don't end up dying anymore. Right. shot by rednecks.
1: Okay. Now I see what the – now I got the connection on the uh, tunnel. Yeah.
0: Okay, it works.
1: Well, they can't be shot by the rednecks anymore because all the rednecks are dead.
0: Well, whoever else, you know, that's not the only people right. that are shooting uh, people crossing the border.
1: Well, it can make it easier for them to get across, so.
0: yeah, Right. Yeah, avoid him, uh, border patrol and all that.
1: Right, definitely. Now, there was a scene earlier on in the episode where Alvarez is talking to Easy. hmm And, you know, let him know about, you know, they're this... You know, He's in the club with his brother. It's something that doesn't go on. And he doesn't have any of that stuff up north like that because, you know, you get blood and family blood is totally different than club blood.
0: Right. Well, I think the whole thing was the whole sponsorship thing. Right. Where I think Angel sponsors easy. And that's the that's a problem because, you know, the loyalty. Who are you? Who are you going to be loyal to? Are you going to be loyal to your brother or to the club? Right. And that's
1: what he said. I mean, if he's going, are you going to be loyal to your brother or your brother? Well, you know, he wants to see him patched in. And he also, he mentioned how, you know, normally when Bishop, he was surprised that Bishop allowed this because it doesn't happen up north mm-hmm. where he's from. So it kind of left me wonder wondering, like, okay, so do you not bring in, I, I could see where the issue would be. So you have, uh, you know, a couple brothers. Do you not bring them into the same club or in the same charter? Because they can, you know, if things come down to who you're going to choose, your blood or the club and exactly what. Alvarez, you know, if you have issues, you can always lean on me or um, Bishop. Right. And which also kind of made – it was like a twofer. Is like he, you know, kind of likes what Easy's doing. He knows Easy's on top of things. But is he also kind of suspicious of Angel? I think he's he's
0: suspicious of everybody. Alvarez is not stupid. Yeah,
1: they know something's going on. Yeah. So uh, that was just one of those moments. Is that who he's kind of concerned about, but not really? I – I like the way it played out.
0: Yeah, I think he's, I think Angel is on Alvarez's radar, but yeah. I'm not sure who Bishop might suspect.
1: Yeah. Okay. So let's move on to Coco.
0: Oh, poor Coco.
1: Coco, beware. No, that was a wrestler. <laughs> Anyhow. Oh, we got to mention Chucky also. Chucky showed back up. Yes, he did. Coco, Coco, Coco. Loco, Loco, Loco. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's still as strange as ever. Uh, there's been some discussion why like why Chucky would be there in the club anyhow. Why now, not? we have to remember that when we first met Chucky, he was the bookkeeper for the uh, Lynn Triad. Mm-hmm. And that's how he knew um, Otto. hmm And that's how he got into Sam Crow. And we know we're like two and a half, three years down the road. We're not really sure what happened to Sam Crow, Redwood Chapter, uh things may have changed. They may not have needed him anymore. He, you know what? Maybe they're not dealing in drugs and guns and stuff. Maybe they decided, dude, we need to let this lie low a little bit. Cause we only have like seven live members now <laughs> because everybody else is dead. A lot of shit come down. We need to need to chill out and take our time, which is how I kind of think uh, Chucky ended up there because Alvarez got the deal with the cartel. He needs somebody to do the books, You know, he's still in tight with Sam Crow, so they just kind of, hey, we got Chucky. Chucky needs a job. Chucky wants to work. He's good at numbers, and everybody that Chucky knew up there is kind of dead or left, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know? So I could see him, you know, going down there to the Mayans and working. It makes sense. And why it is a you know nice for the fans to see him and all that, it does make sense for him to actually go and have a real job somewhere. He's always been on that side of the you know law, you know on the bad side, so it works for me.
0: Right, and like he he's he's an interesting character that 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 fans really enjoy a lot, and he's one of the characters that can actively transfer. He wasn't actually a part of Sam Crow, right? So it wouldn't be really like transplanting one of the former club members like you We're not taking happy or or tig or anybody else from sam crow and all of a sudden they're a mayan like yeah. he's just a, a he was one of their friends he's a friend of a club exactly and now he's a friend of the mayans exactly. and also working
1: right how he went from the lynn triad to sam crow now he's at mayans he's just he's just right. you know outsourcing he go where he needs to yeah he's 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 on um linkedin just check him out he's cool. <laughs> So he's got
0: a hell of a resume.
1: Yes, he does. We find out about Coco Mm -hmm. and his little sister. Uh huh. Um, yeah. So it's his daughter.
0: Oh yeah. His 17 year old daughter who is apparently, um, filming porn. And um, was raised by his mother, despite the fact that he wanted her put up for adoption because apparently her mother was a junkie. And I have no idea where the mother is at this point. She could be dead. Who knows? But um, Coco was about to go up on a five-year stint in jail. And, like, what was he going to do? I think she's 17 now. So it was 17 years ago. And he asked his mother to put her up for adoption. And that did not happen at all. And we can see what kind of influence this woman was.
1: Right. Yeah, so it wasn't a good thing. So she grew up thinking that Coco was her brother. Oh wow. only to she's got a mouth on her. Only mm-hmm. to find out that, no, by the way, uh it's your father. When well, you know that was outside that was seriously messed up. And yeah. And then she runs off to a trucker.
0: Yeah, and makes some promises and yeah. payment.
1: Yeah, and he goes, No, I don't want to take you. Uh I'll take you so
0: i was like coco go after her what are you doing coco I, go get her
1: and that's what i was confused he didn't go anywhere and what was actually chucky doing was chucky watching and see what was going on or why was I, yeah, he there i
0: think, I think uh, chucky was just curious like because he, he carried the note from the mother right uh yes yeah
1: was chucky curious or does alvarez have chucky watching everybody could be because, you know, why wouldn't he? I mean, he's not part of the club. Alvarez said, you need to do this. Okay, cool.
0: And they would not suspect him at all. Right. Uh, I did like, what was it Taz or Krieger said, that dude's, that dude's weird. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> and Taz. It, it, like, I love that because our guys used to say the same thing. Like, uh-huh. Chucky just weirds everybody out, and I love it. Yeah.
1: All right. Wrapping up at the, the end of this here, we got Emily. She's got oh, wow. plans. Emily stepped up her game this episode.
0: Yes, she did. She's so smart,
1: man. She's like, y'all. This is what the Taliban does, you know, ISIS, all that stuff. They come in, make themselves look like good guys. This is what they're doing. So, you need to go to this annual celebration going on and sway the public and make them go in favor with the uh, with the cartel again, man. Just throw the rebels off the game
0: yeah but they don't go through with the, how she thinks they're gonna do
1: yeah well they kind of do up until well, the, no
0: they do but like yeah. she said nothing about killing a nun
1: yeah no they, she was all good with everything until the killing of the nun started and you could see where the issue was with um galindo because he's like who's that nun when he got the video you mm-hmm. know you've been buying spending money all over time for the uh it's not a nunnery. What's it called? The
0: Dominicans. Yeah. um, Yeah. Like donating money to the Dominican church. Right.
1: So, and all, and this is, they're doing it, even though, you know, they're just helping out whatever.
0: And not, not even they. it was one nun who was helping out like with medicine and everything.
1: Right. And so, well, they helped that out already. They took that nun and, uh, well, kind of killed her and did some writing on that saying, you know, from making it look like it's from the, Los uh, Ovidados. Yes. And that they're after Galindo. And that, and along with, you know, totally destroying the church, which is a bad, you know, that that really oh, going is going to sway the public a lot. Which also means that uh, Los Evaderos is going to come back full force to kind of right this wrong.
0: Oh, they have to.
1: Now, key thing. If you are seeing a stampede happen in a church. Do not run into said church and fall on the ground. You will get stepped on. This is Mm -hmm. not good. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. And I think she probably got hurt a little bit on that.
0: Oh, no. She got hurt a lot. And like this is definitely going to drive more of a wedge between her and Miguel, uh, which of course is what the DEA wants. Yep. Because they they want easy to help turn her.
1: Yeah. This
0: is going to be bad. But
1: we'll is that going to really turn her to because they killed the nun? Or I, it may help. Oh,
0: yeah. But no, sti- I think, like, no, she she's not really down with this life.
1: Yeah. Like, this is
0: not what she actually signed up for when she was with Miguel, I don't think. <laughs>
1: No, but she was quick to jump in there and do a Gemma moment there of going, Hey, this is how you need to fix things. Listen to me yeah, or I'll hit you in the face with it. She's a,
0: smart, but she can't deal with the other part of it. Like his mother like had it like right on target when he said when she said, You need you either need to be all in and be able to go along with everything that's happening here, yep. or you need to stay out of it. Definitely. So I'm wondering if she's gonna blame herself for the nun.
1: There, there's a good possibility she is. I can see that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, that's all I got. You got anything else on this one?
0: No, I think we touched on everything. But like you said, that last forty minutes that was pretty amazing. Um. I think Miguel has now seen Adelita's face, so that uh, things have take going up a notch. Like we're going to see things happen really quickly. I think from here on.
1: Yep, I totally agree. the last forty minutes, they that could have just expanded a little bit on that, and made it in a, a you know hour long show. I would have been happy. <laughs> just saying. All right. Well, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for The Magicians, Van Helsing, Winona Earp, 12 Monkeys, uh, the Channel Zero franchise, which is coming back next month with another one. It's going to be great. Trust me. Check it out. It'll be great. And there are also a lot of awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work.
0: Absolutely. Um, and if you have any thoughts or, or comments on this episode, you can leave a comment below or you can email us at Brad and at gmail.com or you can visit us on the Facebook page or on Twitter. Um, yeah. And I think we had a couple of questions earlier. They they were they weren't sure how old his Coco's daughter was, but like they're answering each other's questions. Yeah, we can. Kinda- she's, she's 17. Somebody said 14, but I'm pretty sure he said 17 years ago on the show. Yeah, if I'm wrong, let me know.
1: It's still it's still kind of uh, kicks out. Jory said on the because uh, I do have the uh, live episode discussion on the Facebook group, so you can check that out. She was asking because she would guess she would make around 14, and that kind of works because the actors uh, like Robert said is he's the actor is 34, so he could have had the father, and he could have been the father of a teenager, and actually, I had my daughter when I was 21, so it's <laughs> you know it works. Yeah. People have kids earlier too, but you know it's it, it all works out perfectly well. I did not go to jail, so I was going to say that. he
0: was old enough to go to jail.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all right then. Well, until next time.
0: Yeah. Oh wow. Until next time. Stop using your fingerprints if you are a criminal with your phone. Like people can just put your finger on your phone and open it up. Just use a password. That's it.
1: Facial recognition.
0: <laughs> don't do that either. Don't get into the system, guys. Iris, Skynet, I don't is, Skynet is watching.
1: Dun 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 dun.
0: <laughs> That's it for this episode. Head on over to PureFandom.com for more awesome content.